Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. My name is Jake. I'm Nick. And welcome back. Welcome back yet again. <laughs> Nick, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's always good to be talking about Marvel and mm-hmm. it's always good to be watching a Marvel movie, which we have not done in quite some time. Well, not a new one. We, we've been a watching plenty, well, plenty yeah. of Marvel movies. <laughs> in, in That's what I meant. Yeah. We actually, I just, we, Nick and I just saw each other yesterday. Uh, we just were in the theater for the first time since I think we were talking about it yesterday. The last movie we saw in theaters was, uh, I saw in theaters was Rise of Skywalker, and I saw it with you. Yeah, I believe that was my last two. My last uh, movie, my last time in the movie theater was with you, Rise of Skywalker. I'm pretty sure. Um, there might have been a, a bad, scary movie somewhere after that, but nothing of no, nothing that I remember vividly. So I'll consider Rise of Skywalker the last time I've been in, in the theater. Not Happy Death Day two or Ma. I know. You oh, I, 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 I did not see Happy Death Day two. I still haven't seen it. I've seen Ma. I don't think I saw it in theaters though. Maybe yeah, you were very. I forget excited. when Ma came out. I definitely saw Ma. I love Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Was not at all interested in seeing that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's only fitting we go, we return, we make our return to the theaters together with a Marvel movie. Yes. Um, no Indeed. better way. Munching on a giant bucket of popcorn, it really does not get better. Oh, dude, I've felt so sick on the ride home. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, popcorn it was either. so nice to be eating buttery popcorn again. Yes. Popcorn always slaps, but it's either like I'm fine after or it's just like I feel disgusting. You know? Yeah, I feel like the better the popcorn tastes, the worse you feel after, which is why movie popcorn always makes you feel the worst. Yeah. Makes sense. Is that a proper popcorn heist equation? What's the... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Taste, what would it be? Taste minus... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We've worked a full day. It's no time. Taste, to be, taste negatively cold. affects the uh, the way you feel after. Yeah, that's that's the only one. There, there's a correlation. I don't know about a formula. Maybe we'll tweet it or something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah. we solve the great popcorn formula mystery. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah. Obviously, if you're if you're new to this podcast, then Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I started together. Uh, we love movies. We love TV shows. We love nerdy movie and TV show franchises that we love to get into all the, the worlds and the cinematic universes. We bonded over Marvel and Star Wars and Game of Thrones, and we decided to start a blog about it. We started a website called Popcorn Heist, the podcast, and that's where you can find all of our content. But we started this podcast so we could get in front of each other, get next to each other over Zoom and just nerd out, go full nerd mode on all of our favorite TV shows and movies. That is correct. I will have to correct you and say popcornheist.com is the website, not Popcorn Heist the podcast. Well, that's true. I, I <laughs> oh, need to redo but my yes, training. Follow us everywhere at Popcorn Heist, all social media. We do a lot of stuff on social media. Yes. Smash that like button, smash that follow button. And if you like this podcast, we please, we would love it if you would follow us and leave us a review on iTunes because that, uh, you know, we want to hear your feedback and we want to be able to grow this podcast and have everyone else 
know how much you enjoy it because that'll help get some more listeners. Yes, and if you're a Marvel fan, I think you've come to the right place, the right podcast, because we are huge Marvel fans. Uh, we talk about Marvel a lot. We do a lot a lot of uh, – we have Marvel articles. We have Marvel polls on social media. So you have come to the right place and the right podcast because we are talking – Black Widow. It sounded like you were singing the Peppa Pig theme song. For a second. <laughs> I don't even know the Peppa Pig theme song. No, I'm singing. <laughs> no, no, I'm singing Black Widow by Iggy Azalea, Feet Rita Ora, which Marvel is, they're cowards for not putting the song in the movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that song is not in the movie. Yes, spoiler alert, really, for from this point on, we're going to go full spoiler mode into Black Widow. Um, Maybe maybe we'll give our general consensus on what we thought, and then that'll literally last two seconds because the rest of it's going to be spoilers. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's one spoiler. We listened to uh, that song, but maybe what I don't know, ten times on the way <laughs> drive over to see the movie. Yeah, I mean, once you listen to it once, you can't like turn on another song while you're on the way to Black Widow. So we were just like, let's just put it on repeat. <laughs> well, no, let me correct you there because I think it just blended so well into each other that we thought it was continuing. But you're like, I think this has been replayed. I knew it was repeating. Everyone else in the car thought it was continuing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't have asked for a better hype up song for yes, Black Widow. Yes, I've been waiting for that for months. Yeah, oh listening to Black Widow on the way to Black Widow. How long has it been? We were supposed to get this last summer before we got any of the Marvel shows, and now we're on our third Marvel show already. We're on Loki finale. It's about to be tomorrow, which is wild. And not tomorrow, yep. Wednesday. But by the time you all hear this, it'll be uh, yesterday. So, whatchamacallit, we always start our episodes with a quote. You know, Nick and I bonded over movie quotes, TV show quotes, quotes you can find all throughout life that maybe don't make sense at all to all you people, but they, we hold them near and dear to our hearts, Nick and I quote them all the time to each other um this one is a quote specifically from the black widow movie and we chose it for a very cool reason uh which i'll explain right after it happens in the third act of the movie uh if you consider this a spoiler i guess skip ahead 15 seconds but after black widow uh outsmarts drakov in the third act of the movie she says thank you for your cooperation and then continues to beat the hell out of him <laughs> <laughs> and we chose it because i was uh, telling nick before we started we were deciding on the quote it's actually a really cool callback to the first avengers movie when she's speaking to loki when he's in the helicarrier cell and he's like traumatizing her like literally like verbally abusing her and screaming at her and she kind of gets his motivations out of him and she was just kind of uh, messing with him the entire time and turns around and goes thank you for your cooperation so thought that was a really yeah and cool. i actually did not realize that in the movie until i didn't realize it until you told me a few minutes ago so um yeah yeah i'm glad we chose that quote i always love a repeat quote that's low-key a repeat quote so mm -hmm. I, I i'm glad we chose that quote even though even though i don't know that it applies to the to our feelings about the movie or this episode but it is a very cool little quote with um with some background oh yeah yeah, I thought yep. you were asking me a question for a second. No, no, um, no, no. I'm saying it doesn't apply to the way we feel about the movie because it doesn't have to do with that. But it is cool that it has background. Yeah, definitely. And I think Marvel does that particularly well, you know, yeah. like very well placed. Uh, the I am Iron Man in Endgame when Tony dies. That's a nice callback to the first movie. He hasn't said it since. And Cap, I mean, he says it all the time, but I could do this all day. Oh, they, like they overdid that one. Yeah, well, But I like that they made fun of the fact that they overdid it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked that quote. Um, thought it was a really cool part of the movie and very fitting just for her character too. So 
this entire episode is going to be a breakdown of Black Widow and also just a review. If you've been listening to our last few episodes, we reviewed Cruella and Luca, which are the two newest the movies. The movies are back, baby. Summer movie time, baby. We back. We so missed it. There's pretty much an entire, like the entire summer, every week a new movie's coming out. So Nick and I are going to, we're excited. This is what we love, going to see movies and then spreading like our feelings about it. You know, we're not professional movie critics or anything but we feel like we we have fun talking about movies together so we're gonna give you our popcorn heist report card uh as we have our specific scale broken down but we'll do that at the end of the episode so without further ado uh, nick just um non-spoilery what did you think of the movie um i thought it was good i thought it was i thought it was very good i didn't think it was like the strongest marvel movie i've ever seen i didn't come out being like wow, that was amazing. But I thought it was really good. I thought there were some uh, really good moments. And I think my favorite thing about the movie is, um, you know, they, they kind of had to build a whole like background world off of one character and like kind of explain her backstory and like kind of continue her story moving forward without her. And um, I think one of the hardest things they had to do uh, was introduce like an, a whole cast of new characters kind of. And I think they did that really well. Um, my favorite part about the movie was some of the new characters that entered. I thought there were some funny moments. Um, I thought they built up like the, 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 like, it's kind of, it feels funny saying it because there's so many memes about fast and furious and family, but um, I think they really <laughs> built the family. Well, um, I think like you really see how dysfunctional the family is very quickly. And then they, but you still feel like at the end they like come together. Well, so I yeah. thought they did that really well. I thought mm-hmm. that was one of the strongest parts of the movie. And um I thought I thought the the uh supporting cast was some probably the strongest part of the movie. Quite a cast of characters we got yes. here. Yes. <laughs> um I generally I generally feel the same. I I definitely re- really enjoyed it. You know, it was great to be to see that Marvel intro again. It's sitting in a movie theater like we said before. It was just awesome. Um very different vibes at certain points. Um it definitely was different but also a little bit of some Winter Soldier vibes I got from it. Um, not as much as I was expecting, actually. I was expecting it to be a lot more similar to Winter Soldier, but it definitely was its own kind of movie that stands apart from every other one. But I, I definitely agree. It wasn't my favorite Marvel movie, but I think it lands sort of around the middle of the road. Um, and, you know, they had a really hard job for themselves because these Marvel shows that are coming out now, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, for example, or WandaVision, they have to sort of retroactively go back and develop the character from their uh, their past. But also, it's all taking place in present day in the continuity. Whereas this movie, they had to go back and fit it within a very small period of time and sort of flesh that out altogether, which I think is a much harder job than what the TV shows are doing right now. Yeah, and I think I think they did that well. Um, I I don't think there was any. Um, sometimes, like in let me let me think of a good example like i know star wars does this a lot but when uh, there's sometimes when a movie or a show goes back and like fills in pieces of a story and it's like wow that's so cool i didn't feel like this really like added a ton to some of the other stories but it did fit in the universe well um i didn't i didn't see any con- like inconsistencies so i thought that was good but I, I also don't think it like really there was any moment where i was like oh my god that's so cool that like that's how uh, whatever you know what I mean? The best yeah. thing we, the best explanation we got was about her vest. So, um, I don't think it like really added to to many of the other stories, but I, I thought it was um like a nice kind of char- like focus on a character. 
and like addition of of new characters as well. I disagree a little bit. I think that <clears throat> we'll get into it when we start talking about spoilers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but there's something that they did with black with natasha's character that i really liked that i was like oh okay like so that's like the real thing that's weighing on her right now so with that being right. said oh i know what you're talking about i agree with that yeah. with that being said spoilers from this point on if you haven't seen black widow uh if you don't care about spoilers then we welcome you to continue listening but go see black widow i mean it's a it's kind of a good deal on disney plus i'm no disney plus salesman but if you're going with your whole family then it's much cheaper to watch on a disney plus but obviously you want to see a more you want to see it in theaters you want to see it yeah (laughs) this wouldn't be popcorn heist the podcast if nick wasn't a a popcorn salesman yes i am always a movie popcorn salesman yeah but um all right spoiler mode so let's just let's start from the beginning before we get into the the stuff going on so it starts off um we see natasha as a young girl and she's undercover Sort of like, I guess this is her time with the KGB, like tech, right? Technically, during the Cold War, this is still KGB there yeah. around. And I you think, see I mean, it was 1995. I'm not sure when the Cold War fell, when the um, Soviet Union fell. I'll be honest with you. Someone uh, needs to take me away from Marvel movies and put me in history class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, de- I'm definitely the same. Um, I think I asked the same question when the movie ended. But I think it's the tail end of the Cold War. It's got to be. I think it's a- I think it's afterwards. 1995 is definitely is definitely a little bit afterwards. I'm I'm gonna say. You think so? <laughs> we should know this. We're we're graduated from college. Like, <laughs> but oh, either God. Way, either way, like the Soviet Union and Russia and the U.S., there's still you know tensions there. You know. Um, yeah. So you see her undercover with a family, David Harbour, who plays Red Guardian in the movie as her father, Melina. Um, I'm not sure the actress's name. I, she's a relatively well-known actress. Rachel Weiss is, is her mom. And Florence Pugh's uh, a little girl is playing young Florence Pugh as her sister. But they have to suddenly uproot and go back to Cuba and meet up with the, the Russian uh, Mr. Drakov, who owns the Black Widow program and sort of commissioned them there. And then from there on, Natasha and Yelena Belova are stripped away and sort of funneled into the Red Room. Um, so what did, what did you think? Like, were you expecting this much of the family aspect from the movie, like from the get-go? I think, I, I, I mean, the trailers like said like, oh, family back together. And I kind of knew that no one was actually, none of them were actually family. Um, so I, I felt like that is a job that they, I knew that going into the movie, they had to do well. So I felt like, I feel like they did do it well. And I feel like the, first scene was this was the start of that and i feel like they gave it like just the right amount of like meaning where they are family but kind of not really um and I, I like the first scene i feel like it's kind of interesting to see black widow and um is it elena or yelena yelena elena. yelena yeah. okay yeah like you could tell black widow already like ha- like natasha ha- like I, even as a young child she like had some type of trauma and is like much quieter and like Yelena's still like very innocent and like hasn't been exposed to the whole uh like she hasn't been put in the red room yet so mm-hmm. um I thought that was a nice aspect of the scene I did feel like the uh the red guardian was like a different character from the first scene to when we meet him later on but I guess it's because he's been in prison for like so long I think it was also because like he was really putting on an act like you can't break at all. I I would imagine like as a KGB undercover (laughs) super soldier, you got you can't break one bit. Um, And basically, we it's never really explained outright 
what their mission was there, but you see Red Guardian kind of has some sort of intel that he hands to Drakov, and he's like, I got it. Um, mm -hmm. Are we supposed to assume that that info is, like, I, I kind of thought it was either one of two things. One, something to help Drakov build uh, the Taskmaster program, like the mimicking abilities, or two, it was something with he was trying to activate the sleeper uh, age. Oh no, it, I I thought it was the mind control thing, like the uh, like how. To, I like, don't think so because Black Widow, after all the years she was in the Red Room, still didn't like get the mind like get mind controlled, and um, like didn't Melina kind of develop that a few years later? It seems like it seems like that took a while to develop. I don't know what the, what the intel was. I I'm not going to think much of it because if it was something important, I think they would have explained it. I think they should have explained it. Um, something else I wish they explained is how I guess they just got Super Soldier Serum, but how is Red Guardian a Super Soldier? I think it was kind of like the arms race and their space race. Like once Captain America developed it, like every other nation was trying to. Develop. But they and always, technically, the, the whole Soldier, show is always like, oh, we couldn't get there like no one else could have developed it like hulk is still trying to develop it like but they, they dropped a line in the movie where they mentioned the winter soldier program and bucky is a super soldier so i think that it was kind of related to that and he's from he had the russian star on his uh on his arm i guess bucky, but i i feel like they should have explained it a little bit better i feel like they're they're throwing uh, at falcon winter soldier they're throwing out a few too many super soldiers and not really explaining how we got there i yeah i would have liked a little bit more so one thing before we continue on in, in in sequence for the plot, one thing I would have liked a little more from this movie is to see the darker elements of each of these characters. Mm -hmm. Is that Black Widow, like, obviously, you we know she carries some hidden trauma. She has red in her ledger. She says it all the time. Like, I feel like we got a lot of her, like, being the big sister when she was younger and then, like, being the Avenger now. Mm -hmm. But we didn't get enough, in my opinion, for my taste. I was wanting some more of that. I want to see those days when she was a darker, harder like Red Room, Black Widow, you know? Yeah, but I'm also kind of glad that I thought originally going into the movie, it was going to be like, we would see Young, and then we'd see like original Budapest stuff, and then we'd see like some of what you were saying, like her, the Red and her legend. I'm kind of happy it wasn't like just a jump around movie. Like here's Black Widow's past throughout all of these years. Like, I like that it was kind of like one, like they went, they showed a childhood, they got to what I, what I would consider in this movie like present day. Like, not actually present day, because it's a few years before the last movie we've seen. But, like, I, I am happy that it wasn't just kind of jumping around, showing Black Widow moments without, like... I, I'm happy it was, like, driv like driven on the one problem in in the, like like I said, present... And for purposes of this movie, present day. Um, I, I did like what, what you said earlier when they go into how she killed Dracov's daughter, or thought she killed Dracov's daughter... Um, I thought that was like a nice, I, I would rather have had more of that, like in the present day, explaining things that happened in the past. Like I didn't actually need to see scenes of it, but if they kind of went into a little bit more of what else she did when she was, uh, when she was like actually a, a widow for Dracov or, or before. I think it would have been cool. Like rather than there's this one fight scene where I thought I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm a little confused as to why this is happening. When she first meets Yelena again and they're fighting, I felt like that, It w obviously, I think their thinking was it would be cool to see these two widows fight each other, you know, obviously, which it was. It yeah. was cool, but I would have really loved even more to see some dark Black Widow in there to sort of contrast and show that she actually went through 
Like we've all heard about her trauma and heard about, oh, she hated the Red Room and stuff. But I would have liked to see it sort of like those dark Winter Soldier moments where Bucky's Yeah, but they awesome explain movies. those, they explain those like, I don't know, if it doesn't have to do with the plot, then I, I it would have been tough to fit in. I think I think it has to do with the plot, but anyway, um, not really. I, it, but what I was saying originally was like it would have been also cool to see some darker Red Guardian moments to sort of con- contrast that as well. I forgot. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's a communist, part. Red Guardian. I guess so. They didn't really quite explain that. I, I'm assuming he is. He has to be. I think that. Yeah, I think they wanted to avoid the topic a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think they can mention like. Hydra is their version of like communist kind yeah. of a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shield was chasing after them in the first scene. The car oh, said Shield on it with uh, Thunderbolt Ross, right? Or no, I'm saying when uh, in the first in like the flashback scene when they're children. Really, I didn't see. Yeah, the car said on Shield on it. Yep. Well, that's a really cool call out. Yep. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I like that scene. <laughs> Were you wondering if Red Guardian was just hanging on the wing the entire flight? Because remember, yes, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like that scene too. I do. I really like it. Like when he flips the chuck over, I was like, whoa, this dude's like powerful. Like, yeah. And you could tell that they care about each other too in that scene. Except maybe not. I don't know. It's that's the thing. It seemed in that scene that they cared about each other. And then Red Guardian, when he meets up with them again, he's like, seems like he doesn't care at all. I think like it's a deep rooted thing, like where they definitely spend some time together. So it's hard not to care about each other. But they also like are very self-serving and yeah but for yelling she was so young that like that's it meant the world to oh her, she you know yeah i will also say i was i don't think it came back i'm pretty positive it didn't come back i really wanted the quote to come back when he was like my girls are the toughest girls in the world he didn't say that again in the movie right no no he right said wouldn't that he like i wish he said that again yeah like he kind of said they something were, like, like, there like was a, it there was a moment when they were like hiding. I forget what moment it was. And I was like, how did they not say that? I was like waiting for it to come again. He kind of said just, it a little bit. He was like, your ledgers are gushing, right? I'm so proud of you, <laughs> which was kind of a funny I, moment. But I know that was funny, but I wish it was like before they went into the final battle. And he was like, my girls are the toughest girls in the world or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like that quote should have come back. I, I would I would have liked for it to come back, but I, I didn't mind. Um all right, so then after that, one thing that really stood out that I was alluding to earlier that like made it stand apart from all other Marvel movies was the opening montage with Smells Like Teen, the cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, yeah. It was such a different vibe. It was like very much like creepy uh, spy, like mind control vibes. You know what it actually reminded me of from Marvel? The scene in Winter Soldier, like not the opening of Winter Soldier, but the scene in Winter Soldier when um, – Zola is explaining the Winter Soldier program to Stahl. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of that scene. I, I could except it was that. an opening and had like better mm-hmm. music. <laughs> at first, I at first when I was watching, I was like, "That's a little like uh, really smells like Teen Spirit." But then I like thought about it, and I was like listening to the lyrics, and I was like, "This is kind of actually like kind of makes sense." I, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that scene. I, I like it. Yeah, or not scene, I guess opening. Yeah, I'm trying to think like no other Marvel movies really have like an extended intro sort of like that. Am I wrong? I'm not sure. I feel like there's got to be another one that we're not thinking of. Maybe. I feel like it was definitely the most defined though where you're like, wow, this is – I was like, wow, we – two years have passed or however long it's been since a movie. Really, the vibe has changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um then after that is the Thunderbolt Ross scene, right? Where yeah. it's after Civil War, she betrayed uh, Tony and T'Challa, and Thunderbolt Ross is after her. 
Right. And I thought that scene was a little anticlimactic. I kind of wanted her to do something badass, but she was just like in a different place. I thought it was going to lead to like the first big fight of the the movie. And I feel like they threw a lot of uh, non-essential fights in the movie. But that was one I kind of wanted to see that they didn't throw in. That would have been really cool. Yeah, really cool. like her running away. I would have liked that. I, I kind of don't like that she would just walk away. Like she I wasn't mean, even. In... What? So Ugh. the point was that she like left her, she left her shield or Avengers tracker. Like she took off her suit and left it in another location. Right. I that didn't even the... know they had trackers. Like that would be the first thing I would have done. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what were they surprised she took off her belt? It definitely wasn't her widow tracker because she must have taken that out when she defected the years shield. ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't really quite get that either. Like, okay, she took off her belt. Cool. Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be the? Wouldn't she have done that months ago? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very a, weird. I, I I think we're supposed to assume it's like right. It must be really right after Civil War. I don't right? know though because they said that they are they've already caught like Barton and uh, Ant Man. I guess. Well, they caught Barton and Ant-Man in the middle of Civil War. Remember, Tony goes to visit them. Oh, right. I forgot at the end it places this between – right, right, right. I thought that Ant-Man had – and yeah. Okay, that makes sense actually. I thought that Ant-Man – because Ant-Man gets caught again after they free him from prison. So I assumed it was like – Yeah, Ant-Man and – After that. But I forgot at the end it kind of circles back and shows you that it's in the middle of Civil War. Mm -hmm. That's why I was a little – I'm glad that they explained it at the end of the movie that they place it in between there. But in the beginning of the movie, I was confused. I was like, wait, they caught Sam Wilson? I thought he was kind of with – Oh, they say Wilson too? Yeah. Okay. He's he's like, I got Wilson. I got the fantabulous shrinking guy, which was funny. Mm -hmm. I like how they don't just call him Ant-Man because like – Yeah, no one calls him Ant-Man. Yeah, it's funny. Like Um, he just calls himself Ant-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I thought that scene was anticlimactic. Um, and then it, it was a weird, did, did you feel a romantic interest between her and the dude who was Mason? Yeah. I felt like they like had a little flirtation, but I guess that's just like black with a personality. Throughout I thought he was going to be taskmaster. I for like, really, all... yeah. Mm. That would have been, a, that would have been. Not as cool as the actual Taskmaster reveal. No, I'm happy definitely. he wasn't. Yeah, no, I'm definitely happy that he wasn't. But uh, like I guess it the- makes sense. It's just like a guy she uses to. I don't know. It was also weird that she just uses like pays a guy to like keep her in hiding a little bit. He was kind of like a very a new character. Like I guess that makes sense technically. Like if you think about it, like oh, she's definitely got people that she can yeah. contact for that stuff. But I also kind of like that she was just doing it herself. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind. But I I did feel like they were building a little bit of romantic interest. And I was like, wait, can't do Hulk like that. Oh, yeah. No, she loves Hulk. I know. So I'm glad they didn't go that route because that would have been thrown in and weird. And like, we also don't need a love interest in this movie. No. Yeah. Um, Then the other I think the next scene or maybe it was before that is the widows that are still active in Morocco trying to get the the antidote from that uh that woman right. who was yep. previously a widow i think they later in the movie they say she was previously a widow mm-hmm. who escaped and made an antidote or something mm-hmm. which was a cool i i think it was it was a cool scene i was very confused when it was happening though like when i didn't realize mad. that they were mind controlled until that was yeah i was a little confused about that i would figure that they were like conditioned and like tortured into being mind controlled i mean I that think. that's what natasha natasha was natasha wasn't mind controlled 
She, they, they say that. Do they say that? Yeah, I think um, Yelena. I I can't I cannot pronounce her name for the life of me. She says that to Natasha. She said you. She says you just were like. Uh, I forget the word she uses, but you were like conditioned. This is something totally different. This is like chemical mind control, okay. which honestly, I don't know that I love that. Yeah, I was kind of like, it's not completely necessary. I was interested and a little thrown, not thrown off, but I was like, oh, I didn't expect them to do that, to go full in and expand that plot point, you know? Right. I, I kind of, I mean, Natasha was pretty much under conditioned mind control for a while when she was working as a widow. I don't know that they needed to give like a reason that the black widows were all under Dracov's control with like by making it, Oh, it's my control there. You know, I thought I kind of would have thought it was more powerful if they were all conditioned so hard in the red room that they didn't know any other life or something like that. Yeah. Cause that's like what they did for, I feel like that's almost, that's what they did for Bucky, you know? Well, no, he was mind controlled. No, but he was like not mind controlled in a way that like was chemical or anything like that. He like they just tortured him and like I feel like beat him until he No, but they like wiped his memories and stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't like a chemical that they like put in him or anything, I don't think. I I always assume that they experimented on it. I think they put something in his mind. Which is why he answers to those words and stuff like that. I always thought that was something you could do with like hypnosis or like hydro technology or something. I like think that. it was technology. I don't think it was chemically, but I think it was, he was technolo- technologically brainwashed. Okay. But I, I, I'm fine with it for like a few, like I, I think Taskmaster is a good example of, I'm, I was good with her being controlled by whatever suit they used to keep her alive. But um, I don't think I needed that for all the widows. Like, Oh, it's chemically mind controlled because it's not the same way that, natasha was controlled anyway so it doesn't really i don't know i felt like it was an unnecessary plot point i think it would have been more powerful the other way yeah it makes drakov seem more powerful that he's like able to control them without any help from like chemicals like i agree like i can't disobey him you know like that i agree i i yeah i agree yeah but it was i wish it was almost like a nebula situation yeah it's a good comparison where she's like so mentally drained that she's like i can't turn against him yeah what what's what's another one where uh Oh, like I, it makes me think of Theon, uh, Theon and Ramsey. Almost, yeah, so. I would have, I would have rather something like that. I think I don't love that it was just, oh, they're chemically mind controlled, but we have an antidote. I think they needed like a quick way to sort of like free them all. We need to, we need to free time, all yeah. these widows. Yeah, um, but they could have just killed Drake off and then been like, oh, oh, like we don't need, need. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. One thing, but going off of this, uh, continuing on, like one thing that the movie did well, I think. I liked the references of how Yelena and the others referenced Natasha as like, she's an Avenger now. Like she's like, Oh, like little girls, like, be- like believe in you. And then like, you have all these connections to powerful people. Like I specifically sent you the antidote because mm-hmm. you can get it to Tony Stark who can replicate it and stuff like that. Like I thought that yeah. was cool. The little line. I like that because I like that they're referencing that everyone knows that they're superheroes and like that they have done. And, and they say her name on the radio and stuff like that when in the beginning, Mm-hmm. I like that too, but I I was confused about the whole antidote situation of like Yelena sending her the antidote, but then when she comes to say hi, she like attacks her. I was so confused. I was like, how did Natasha get the antidote? Like, I saw the box in Mason's trailer. I was like, that doesn't make like what what's going on right now. I got it once they explained that um no. Yelena yeah, sent it to her, but then why doesn't Yelena trust her if she sent it to her? I don't know. It was like a, a little bit weird. Yeah, 
Yeah, a little bit. It was um, a little bit shaky. But right after that is the Taskmaster bridge fight. Were you yeah. expecting like Taskmaster to just like show up? Or, do we see that first, or do we see Taskmaster? There's a scene of her watching like the Civil War fight scenes, like studying them. I think that's the bit. first time you see when she's watching the fight scenes, which is cool. Yeah, that was cool. I think she is only watching. She's watching like Black Panther versus Bucky, right? I'm not sure which one it was. I thought it was I Hawkeye. think it was that. Oh, maybe, yeah, it was Hawkeye versus Black Panther. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's why she uses the arrow in the car chase scene. I think. Mm-hmm. She references like the, it's low key, but she like does a lot of different. Um, I like that. I kind of wish they played a little bit more. On. I, I wish I saw more cool Taskmaster fight scenes. Honestly, me too. I feel like the Me first too. one on the bridge was a little thrown in, and it was more like boom, explode, boom, explode, and then oh, only I... a few like hand to hand throwing shield. I also thought it was weird that Taskmaster like paused when Black Widow slowed down. What do you mean when they both did the jump flip up and they yeah, like, and then they both at looked other? at each other. I like. I think Natasha was just like so thrown off. Like, are, did she just like co- know what I was gonna do? Like the same. Yeah, but I then did why it? didn't Taskmaster just punch her? I think she was studying her moves and stuff. Like, and like seeing if she had. If you look at her yeah, screen, I I paused it. <laughs> she is a little bit of a robot. <laughs> <laughs> you're evil. You're asthmatic. You're a robot. You're a robot. <laughs> Loki quote from that at the museum too. Yes, uh, greatest movie of all time. Um. Yeah, I paused. I went back and I watched some scenes today. I, if you pause it, it says like scanning for vials. So I think she was like trying to see if she had them in her pocket or something before. Oh. I, um, Interesting. I don't know. I felt like that was a little weird. That was one of my favorite fight scenes in the movie, though. I loved it. I thought Taskmaster was the be- that was the best Taskmaster fight scene. I think. Yeah, but it was a little again a little thrown in. It was like okay, here's this villain Taskmaster, like, and the rocket just bam hit her car. You know, I feel like it was oh, like think- quick. I disagree. I feel like it was a cool like surprise entrance. Like wow, like. Here we go. Here's Taskmaster. I guess. Exactly. But that's how it felt. Here we go. Here's Taskmaster. You know what I mean? I it was it. like, okay, here's the villain. Or here's one of the villains. Mm-hmm. She. So in that scene, it's very low key. But I think it's kind of a reference to Spider-Man where like you, th- I think Natasha like kicks her back and then mm-hmm. she like shoots a rope up to the top of the thing and she like swings and does like a Spider-Man flip and stuff oh and then later in the movie when she like, kicks herself that. off of a red guardian and does like a backflip like spider-man and kind of lands like him so I oh think i that's thought it. that was like a blank black panther one or a maybe black it's widow a one not black it widow, could really black... be anyone it could be i i got spider-man vibes from it but um i don't know I, that was a i think there was just so much going on with taskmaster there that was like so cool like she did the shield throw she did the flip up i think you got the most mimicking ability from that i think she does the scissor move in that fight scene that black widow always does i didn't see any scissor move i was looking out for it the whole time no she did it like black widow does it to taskmaster and then taskmaster like flips her around and does it like at the same time i wish she did the thing where that she's like where she's like stays on on top like where black widow stays on top of people and hits them yeah like she did to bucky but she only i wish it was more defined like here's the black widow move i didn't really feel like there was any moment where it was like here's the black widow move you you gotta go medicine Go back and watch the scissor move one because okay, like, that was really cool. And then she does the flip and stuff. I wish we got more of, of Taskmaster. I thought that what we got was good, but I wish there was just more of it. They, I don't know. They just were like, oh, she mimics people. And then gave me some, I don't know. I wish it was like, ugh. I was kind of confused as to, so Dracov at one point says like, she's a perfect mimic. And then she says, but also the technology helps her. Like I was confused. as yeah. to like, Is she really like doing it all? Or does she also use the technology to help? I think the technology helps her mimic. Exactly. I kind of, it's like, Oh, she's a perfect mimic. 
this is Taskmaster from the comics. It felt like like this is his power or her powers in this version. But that's cool. Like I would have liked that if it was. All I would have liked if like, they explained new... it more and yeah. showed me more. Like I feel like they could have gave me more fight scenes. Do you think that's a low key reference? Like that they're using some kind of reference to Stark technology because in Civil War when Iron Man's like analyzes his fighting power. Yeah, I was then... actually thinking about that scene. I'm not I sure. Th- That'd be like a cool way to like, oh, she uses like everyone's like abilities and like they kind of like copied Tony Stark's like. Yeah. A little bit. I'm not sure how they would have gotten that. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that they would have gotten it, but. That app. They just downloaded the app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that was that was cool. And just the way I, like wish we got, I wish we got some more Taskmaster. I'll be honest. I, re- I really wish. And I kind of wish she wasn't as mindless as she was in the movie. But I think I originally like didn't wasn't. I was like, oh, I don't like her suit that much, you know. Like, I, I, I thought it was cool. I always liked it, but I like it now. Like the way the sword, like, kind of like shrunk into yeah. her backpack and stuff. It was. I was excited for Taskmaster because of the Spider-Man video game. Taskmaster's in it, and it, and he he slash she is super hard to defeat in the Spider-Man video game. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited. But I feel like they could have given us a little bit more. Yeah, she's got she's got to come back. I feel she has to. Taskmaster is like way too big of a villain, and but I don't know. I don't know because then okay. is, it, is she going to be mind controlled or is she still going to be able to mimic people without the mind control? I don't know. Good question. You know? I don't know. So she's she's kind of a robot, right? Because she has like a chip in her brain and stuff. She's a, she's a cyborg, like Nebular. Yeah, well, just like Nebular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after that is the when she goes to find Yelena, right? And yeah, they, they have that weird fight scene where you're like, oh, I, I thought they like trust each. I think at that point, Natasha doesn't know that Yelena sent her. No, she does because the picture of her is in there. Yeah. But maybe she just doesn't know what the vials are. So she's like, what did you send me this for? Is this a bomb or, or something? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. She just doesn't know the vibes yet. Um, I thought the scene was a little bit thrown in. I don't know why Yelena would attack her. I don't know. I thought the scene was weird. I thought it was just to throw a fight scene in. I felt a little bit of it, too. Yeah, but it, it was they like really wanted fight. to put it in the trailers, I feel like. Yeah, it was cool in <laughs> the trailers. Yeah. And um, another cool reference I loved when she was like, oh, what kind of holes are in the wall? And she's like, those are arrow holes. Yeah, I think they explained the Budapest thing really well. I was like afraid that they were going to be like, oh, this one line, like, look at this huge story we did and like actually show us Budapest, like everything that happened between her and Hawkeye. I'm happy Hawkeye wasn't in the movie and he was just mentioned. I thought that was cooler. I was expecting like the first scene of the movie to be something from budapest like the the exactly the scene. yeah but i'm glad it wasn't I'm, i think they explained it well yeah i think they definitely explained it well it was it was it was cool um and wait so at the end of this fight scene i was i told you after the movie it was like there were a few times in the movie where a car flipped over and it was like they definitely would have died from that oh yeah there was like three times yeah like especially the on one the bridge especially the one on the bridge when she got hit by a rocket yeah, that's true. But the that, one in, that one, I was like, she's dead right there. The one in the Bud- Budapest, like the car rolled down into the subway and everything. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true, too. They would have died. Then. There was like literally three of three times I was like, they need to yeah. be dead. And Yelena literally says like later in the movie, like, I doubt the God of Thunder needs an ibuprofen after every time he fights someone, which is like kind of a funny line. But... It is funny, but also you should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> after rolling down in the car into the subway. Yeah um so would you say that was like your least favorite fight in the in the movie or the like car chase the, or the um the yelena versus natasha i like yeah, the car chase I just, a lot 
I was just the Yolanda versus Natasha was like okay. I kind of like the chase scene. Yeah, the chase scene that led to the car chase scene after when they like are riding on the the like steam tower, whatever it is, oh, the yeah, chimney. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was cool. Really I like that one. And uh oh yeah, Taskmaster was really cool. I wish we got a little bit more because in that one, like the way the bow like kind of like expands, it just like it's almost like a very like Iron Man technology a little bit too. Yeah, and it like you could tell it's like calculating for a second before it does it. I like that one. Yeah, that was really cool. Um and all the and widows, all the ladies. All the ladies. What did you think of so once Yelena and Natasha kind of make up, there's like starts to be a little bit more comedy thrown in there what did you think of the the comedy in the movie do you think it was like were you expecting as much or i think that i think it was good i think there was some cheesy moments but i really like um yelena i love her even though i can't pronounce her name um i think she did a good job of being just cold enough um i I don't know i feel like she was like very cold at times but also lovable Mm -hmm. you know i don't know i I liked her a lot so i i I like their moments together um yeah yeah i liked i liked black widow and yelena i thought they were they, they they hit it well where there's like a little bit of resentment for her not coming back um i don't know i thought i thought those were good scenes yeah she was cool um i i thought there was a little more comedy than i thought there'd be um i did like a lot of yelena's lines though like the way she does her pose and and stuff yeah and, uh, i like the pose stuff because it's so true yeah the ibuprofen thing the jacket i thought was the vest i thought was a little thrown in like oh let's just find a way to explain how she's wearing this green vest in infinity war you know i like the vest it's cute it does it is a nice connection to show like oh she's wearing it because of her sister you know yeah and it's like cute to see it's almost like when you see captain america and thor trying to like understand the references of of earth it's like it was interesting to see like yolena like start like understanding the real world and, and being able to make her own choices and being like look at this cool vest i got yeah because everyone gets excited when they buy new clothes but especially like the first new clothes you ever get to buy and she's an adult already i feel like i'd be so excited so i kind of like that scene <laughs> that's true that's, that's, that's actually kind of funny um then the next scene big scene is a uh, red guardian breakout scene i which i, really I like that was probably my favorite action sequence i love that scene really cool like i loved the- black widow swinging from the helicopter i loved him punching the door her new white fit too was awesome. Her new white fit was fire. Mm-hmm. Um, he Max was like, I thought he, that was he was a really cool character and like how he like is so boastful, like oh like I beat Captain America and like you know he's like set he's like I could have been. Like, I like that they called him out on it. Yeah, I like that too. But also, yeah. do you think like maybe he's talking about like Isaiah Bradley, Captain America? Since, even no, though, I think he's I think he's lying. You think he's lying? Wasn't Isaiah Bradley like in prison at that time? Anyway, he said it was in the eighties. He it was during the Korean War. So again, where are his? Let's test our history. When was the Korean War? Oh, Jake, don't don't put me to shame <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know either. So we're both history is not my best subject. <laughs> I think that was the eighties. I should know. But he said it was in the eighties in in the in the movie. So I guess the Korean War was in the eighties. There we go. Um, <laughs> but, but maybe it wasn't Isaiah Bradley, but I was thinking that. I, was like, I don't oh, think maybe. it was. I think they put that scene in to be like, oh, he's lying just to look cool. Yeah. And it wasn't Isaiah Bradley, Jake. It was him lying. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, some people I saw online where I was like uh, preparing for the episode today, like that some people are, are saying, oh, maybe since Steve went back in time to live with Peggy, like what if Steve went on some missions? Like covertly? It was not. a No, this wasn't one of the crazy Marvel Easter eggs. It was just him lying. 
I think that was the whole point of the scene, him being like boastful about things that aren't really. I'd like to think think that too. And I like how he was like kind of famous, like he had toys in Russia and stuff, but like they kind of cast him aside. And like, yeah, and then like, and then later on, he's like, "Does Captain America ever mention me?" Like, <laughs> that was really you know? funny. That was, <laughs> that was that funny was that that was the first thing they were like. I thought he was gonna say something serious too. Like, yeah. oh, did did he ever mention me? And she's like, who? And he's like, Captain America. And it's funny because she's actually like besties with Cap. Mm-hmm. And he's like obsessed with Cap. So I really like that. I would have, one thing I really would have really liked, I would have liked some more fight scenes from him too. And I wish that like they went somewhere to get his actual shield. I don't think he ever used his Red Guardian shield. He stole Taskmaster's shield at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish he fa- like he could have found it somewhere. Yeah. Like in the Red Room. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Is it, would it be Vibranium? No, Probably I, not. I, which I don't think Taskmaster's is. Maybe yeah, I don't maybe. think it was either. I don't think it was. There was something really strong though, because it like, yeah. didn't crumple like John Walker's uh, Toys R Us. Well, that, that that's because he, he like made, made it himself. John Walker like made it himself after he was outcasted. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that breakout scene. I thought I, I thought it was funny how he like couldn't do it himself, and she was like, "I'm just gonna go down there." I thought that was I thought that yeah. was done really well. I, I like that scene a lot, and I like no. the avalanche. The avalanche, the avalanche was literally just like, "How are we gonna make this scene cooler?" And just had an avalanche, but it was very cool. I mean, they're in the gulag, you know, and then she yeah. fired a rocket launcher. That it makes sense, but it yeah. was really it was really cool. Her yeah. fit was great. The all that did everyone in the prison die? I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, they were buried under. Even if they survived, they were buried under snow. Yeah. So probably. Probably. I doubt. Like. <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> but um yeah it was cool how he was like in his prime and he was so obsessed with it and like later in the movie i love the moment when yelena's like yelling at him like you're just too obsessed with like when you were crimson dynamo in your glory days and he's like actually it's red guardian <laughs> yeah 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 i thought they did him well and like how how vain he is yeah crimson dynamo is actually a he's like the russian version of iron man which is like a little easter egg oh um but yeah i i like that scene i like the i think they did it at the in that scene i was like oh my god he's such he's such a dick <laughs> like i i i like wanted not to like him but i also thought he was funny so i liked him but i was mm-hmm. like oh like i would not i would not i would throw once he doesn't know where the red room is i'd toss him aside i liked him though that like in the beginning even though he's he's kind of a dick when he like was just distracting them so that they could sedate natasha and yelena when he was like my girls are the strongest in the world like you said like he felt like hopper from stranger things because that's what he's most known for right now um he's just like i don't know you you just love him so much that i felt it a few times but most of the time he was a dick throughout the movie but i loved him that way you know i think i like that they i think they did that well yeah because he was just a, a russian spy who was on a mission at first you know mm-hmm I, I like his fit too. I like the the Red Guardian outfit. It was cool. I think it was perfectly like not didn't fit him that well and like a little rundown. I, I yeah. like that. Do you think like now that there's another super soldier who's free now, I feel like he has to show up. But they can't like just not have him anywhere. Do you think like I'm not sure where all these characters up? are going to show up. I think in a lot of the Marvel shows, I'm like this character has to show up again, but I don't know where. Yelena, it's it's obvious now. Uh, Yelena's going to show up again. Yeah, but I'm saying like in every in all the shows, I'm like, where are all these characters coming back? Yeah, shows, there's so movies. Many. There's so many like side characters that I'm like John Walker from uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. When's he gonna come back? I feel like Captain America Four. He's got to come back. I guess, but then like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when it's gonna be. 
Red Guardian could be kept. That'd be cool if he came back in Captain America four. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But how many people are they gonna put in each Marvel movie to fit them yeah, all? Yeah, I know. Um, I don't and know. And they're all like kind of good characters, but also not the he- not the main hero. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, and maybe. But, but yeah, I would like to see him come back. I love him. Yeah, I would love to see him come back. Do you do you think uh, we're kind of jumping around a little bit? But do you think they'd ever make a Black Widow two? But it it being about Elena and then Red Guardian would come back there. Maybe I would I wouldn't mind that. I think that could be cool. But I so I'm is Elena of... named Black Widow? I think she's like it implied that she's the new de facto, like the mantle was passed down. She's the new Black Widow. They're making too many mantles in Marvel. <laughs> I don't think it's like official because I don't think they'll. I don't know if they'll call her like the yeah. Black Widow like they did Natasha. Well, they also don't really call Natasha Black Widow. They do. When? There, there's like, I, there's definitely some scenes in like past Avengers movies. So they're like, it's Captain America and the Black Widow. Like I, I can. I don't I, know that there is. There definitely are. There might be a few, but it's not really said that often. They usually say Romanoff. Yeah. The, her friends call her Romanoff, but Definitely. There, there. It's the Black Widow. I'm I think not so even sure the, about that. The, the first Avengers movie, I think when she's tied up in the chair, I think the guy calls her the Black Widow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. But it's not really said that often, so they just might not name. They went however long without naming Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I don't think they have to. I don't know? think they have to read that. But I, I, I mean, think in like in I said, they barely. Mind. Yeah, no, in our minds, it, it's like the new. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do a Black Widow 2, though. I think by the end of the movie, it's kind of inferred that if they're doing a Thunderbolts thing, which it kind of seems like they're building up to either that or Dark Avengers, that she'd be... I'm fine with her being on, like, a team or something. Yeah. I don't know if I need a Black Widow 2. But anyway. Either way. We should move forward in the movie. Yes. Family scenes. Yeah, they go to Melina's house. Yeah. The mother. So what... What thoughts on that? I know we we kind of find out she's like the the brains behind the red room and stuff. Yeah, the pig scene hurt me a little bit, but it also like her reaction to it with like Melina was kind of funny in her reaction to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I didn't like that she hurt the pig, but at the end when she was like, "Okay, go back, go back," like I thought she was funny, like how how cold she was. I, I thought for a second she was gonna be evil honestly because she was like so detached from from everything she was doing it felt like um yeah she reminded me of someone i can't remember who i'm gonna i'll think of it she reminded me of another character i'm not sure if it's a marvel character but i'll I'll think of it i'll think of it yeah it kind of seemed like she i don't know did you get the feeling that red guardian was more like excited to see them than melina was so it kind of like made it easier to believe like oh yeah she's a villain yeah yeah but also, Red Guardian also only cared about himself anyway and was happy he was out of prison. Yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like the scenes in Melina's house. I, th- I think at that point, there was it was getting a little bit slow. But um, I still liked it. I feel like it was necessary moments. I feel like the moment at the dinner table was was good. I think at times they tried to play up the like, oh, it's your mother and father. Like, oh, stop slouching. I don't know the, if that was really needed. But I like the emotional moments. Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to... They- at some points they were like, is this a family drama or is this a, a spy movie? You know? Yeah. But, and I think, I think it, they did the family stuff well, but sometimes it was like, stop slouching. And it was like, listen to your mother. But I, I don't know. I felt like sometimes it was a little bit on the nose, but whatever. I think the, the emotional part of it worked anyway. It did because I really felt like Elena was like, this mattered to me. Like, how can you not be like, so yeah. how can you all be like this? And Natasha was like kind of like that, but also like I'm an Avenger now. Like I think the dynamic works well. 
But yeah. I, th- I agree with you that it was on the nose a few times. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the scenes of Red Guardian and Yelena in the room. Yeah. Like we just mentioned, he, he, he was pretty funny. And when they start singing American Pie, I thought that was cute. And then that when they fight really together, nice. that was cute too. That was really, really nice when they sang American Pie together. I liked that scene a lot. And then when he stands up to fight and like protect her, but then he just gets tranquilized anyway. I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Um, then after that, I mean, we kind of get the scene where you you're like you expected her to be a villain. Melina's like, "Oh, sorry, I called the red room. They're on their way." And I don't know this part. You know who she where... reminds me of? I I I figured it out. Who is it? For some reason, Doctor Poison from Wonder Woman. In those scenes when she's like a villain, like the way she speaks. And the way she's just like cold, she's like, I called the red room. They're on their way. I don't know. It's for some reason really? it reminds me of her. I can't I can't even explain it. Interesting. Yeah, but maybe maybe they're not similar at all. But <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, when she, like the way she was speaking and the way she I don't know. She she was just just mannerisms her. like. Yeah, like, kind of. Okay. Um, Interesting. But yeah, I thought I thought when she sold them out to the red room and she was like actually in the Black Widow outfit, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. was hoping, and I said this to you. I was hoping at that moment. I was like, I kind of think that's awesome that she's a villain at this point. And I like that she was an actual widow. She wasn't just a scientist. Um, I kind of wish it took a little bit more to turn her to their side. I wish she actually did sell them out to the red room and then turned. Yeah, that this is where I got a little confused. This is like I felt like it was jumping back a little bit too much, trying to show how they double cross were double crossing Drakov, um and that melina was actually good and it, it was a little confusing to me like i was like did that scene even happen then when melina i think was they like- missed out on an emotional moment of melina throwing away her life's work to do the right thing i think that could have been a really nice moment and i think they missed out on it a little bit it was, it was cool like, oh th- see i'm on your side here's the plan here's what we're doing but it was yeah. it could have been like she saw black widow about to get mind controlled and then she did something that would have been cool. That something been something cool. like that, where she like it took a little bit more. I feel like she threw away her life's work real quick. Yeah, um, it was cool how they how they included the face the face mask thing because I feel like that's a Black Widow thing. Yeah, but they could have done her. that anyway. They could have even if it's not in front of Drakov mind controlling her, they could have saved. They went for the face moment again, which they already kind of had in Winter Soldier. I don't know that they needed to be like, oh, look, it's a surprise. The faces are switched. I would have rather an emotional moment where Melina turned back to their, their side and chose I think so. I think so, too. It, and it, I didn't I – w- it was actually kind of cool that Dragoff was like, oh, you think I, I can't rec- see past this? You know, like I, I think that's implied that he invented the technology, right? Or like Melina invented that face swap. Technology. Yeah, I guess. I'm sure he, he's seen it before. Yeah, which was cool. Um. But so I liked, I liked Drakov. Like I liked him the way the guy played him. Mm-hmm. I was a little confused by like what his grand plan, though. Did, it was did just he like, just have a, he had like sleeper cell widows around the world that he was going to activate, or were they already activated? Like they were already activated, I think. And he wanted to. He was like, imagine what I could do with an Avenger as my widow. Like I think he just wanted power, and I was kind of confused how powerful he was. He was like, I'm the most powerful guy. Look. But then, like, they didn't really show us. They just showed us, like, there was a bunch of Black Widows around. I think we could have used more scenes with him earlier in the movie. It seemed like he came in too late into the movie. Like, they were obviously yeah, they were talking they, about him, but... And, yeah. 
I think they um I think cuz they don't want to do the same thing with Winter Soldier where they're like oh the Winter Soldier's behind every like important assassination in history kind of. And they couldn't do that again with the Black Widows, but I think they should have done a little bit more to be like he actually is the mo- one of the more powerful people in the world. Yeah. But he was just like, "Oh, look how many Black Widows I have or how many Widows I have." And then she was like, "Oh my god, you are powerful." <laughs> you know? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> oh my god. Which what, what did you think of the kind of going off of that? What did you think of the pheromone? That was that, a little bit of a weird touch. Apparently that's from the comics. I, I was doing a little research like that's something that is in the comics and even Nick Fury uses it in the comics cuz he always like kind of didn't trust Black Widow sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it was It was so, a little weird. Like just hit him. like you already have the momentum your arm's not gonna stop you know what i mean i don't think it would work like that i think you just wouldn't be able to raise a hand to him i also it's not a shield around him you know what i mean yeah you know the um, like i don't know it was weird you know the screen rant pitch meeting videos where they they do like a fake like what was what would it yeah like like to pitch this movie it was like oh so like he has a pheromone then they can't hit her he's like oh well why don't you just hold her breath and they're like nope it's too strong and he's like well why don't you just stand across the room and shoot him and she's like oh nope doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) yeah no literally yeah i thought that was a little weird like if it was like she couldn't raise a hand to him at all that would make more sense than like her literally stopping her arm to like just keep it going it it would do you think it would have been too much Winter Soldiery if if instead of pheromones he like still was able to control her with like some code words or something like that? No, I wouldn't have liked the code words because I think she fully left that in the past. Like I think she got away from her past and they've established that. Mm-hmm. I don't know the pheromone thing. It, it just didn't really work for me. I, I would have been fine if it was implemented a little bit better. I loved though that she like smashed her face on the desk and like broke her nerve. Which yeah, I, I thought that moment was really really cool. And then she was like, "Thank you for your cooperation," and then like started beating the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I kind of wish he didn't make it out and die in the helicopter. I don't know. Like, I wish she killed him in that room in the in the red room. Oh, I thought you said she. I was like, who are you talking about? Black Widow. I wish she killed him in the red room or or something. Or like the widows turned against him and killed him. I don't love that. It was just like the helicopter blowing up. It yeah, reminded it me was... of the interview when Kim Jong-un just blows up in the, <laughs> in the helicopter. I, th- I think what they were – I mean I'm, I, I'm sounding a little pretentious right now. Like I think they were doing this. I don't know what they meant to do, but in my mind, it, it was like, oh, Yelena was under their control for way longer. So like they gave her the satisfaction of killing Drake off, whereas Natasha, they gave her the satisfaction of But have of the other saving... widows kill him then? Have the uh... – no, Like all the like other widows. All I the other like ones. I feel like it was meaningful for Yelena to kill, and then for okay, Natasha so then have to... Yelena kill him, but don't do it with the, like at the last minute with the helicopter blowing up. I don't know. I wish it was in that in that room. I also felt like, and I mentioned this to you also, there was no reason for the whole place to be coming down. I think there was because there's so much technology and intel there that like it needs to be destroyed. So just use it, and it made for a great fight scene between Taskmaster. Yeah, and it made, they were like, "How can we make this fight scene cooler?" Um, so they blew it up, but I don't know why that had to be part of the plan. I think they could have just used Melina as backup in the Dracov room rather than going to like have her make the place fall from the sky. I, I don't know. I th- I think that they needed to destroy it, and I feel like they needed Yelena to, to kill him, and then Natasha was the one to save Taskmaster because that's what was truly like. I like that. Nothing. I like that, but um, 
Yeah, I, lo- I mean, I, lo- I love the falling scene with her and Taskmaster. I kind of wish that went on for a little bit longer, but I guess that would go against the laws of physics. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of liked the length of that. I wish that when they were fighting on the ground that that lasted longer, that, like, Natasha tried to, like, snap her out of it herself. Like, she was like, come on, like, this isn't you. Like, you're, I don't know, yeah. something like that. You know, rather than, like, it happened very quickly where she, it was cool where she, like, did the landing move and, like, punched the vial. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, but I thought she could have, like, been like, I'm sorry I did this to you, you know, like. I think I think there was a few moments where they could have, over like, used Taskmaster more, especially the fight with Red Guardian also. I think there was a few moments where I would have liked to have seen more of Taskmaster because that's really the main action villain. Dragov's not, like, fighting her hand-to-hand. And they gave us a few Widow scenes, which were fine. But I think they could have utilized Taskmaster a little bit better. The falling scene was really cool while it lasted, but it only lasted for a few seconds. Yeah, I would have loved for the fight between Taskmaster and Red Guardian to lasted longer. I wanted to see them, like, really, like go come to blows and stuff yeah it would have i think they showed it for like a hot second and then it kind of just went away yeah also that's the first time we see taskmaster since the budapest scene like we don't see her for a while yeah which is like i think we definitely could have benefited a little bit from a little bit more drakov and a little bit more taskmaster yeah and what did you think of the reveal of taskmaster i was telling you like the way they were framing that conversation when she was like what was my mother's name he's like Oh, unknown. Like I thought when she was unmasked, it was going to be Natasha's real mom. That would have been really cool. I I did. Lo- I think the reveal worked. It worked either way. Well, for the movie. Yeah, I think it worked, was really cool that it was the his daughter. It also makes him more of a villain. Definitely. Um, but the mother thing, if it was Nat- Natasha's real mother, that would have been really cool. Yeah. And, and you felt that it worked and it made him evil, too, because when she saves Taskmaster, she's like, is he dead? And she like, yeah. starts crying. And that's and her dad. Like, yeah. But understandable. Um, understandable. Yeah, I wish Taskmaster was used more, though. Yeah. So are they just going to have, like, a legion of widows that Yelena, like, rules now? Yeah, I don't know how the how the other widows are. <laughs> I, I was, like, like, confused. Like, Red Guardian and Melina just, like, got on the thing, too. I think it was just so that they don't get arrested by Thunderbolt Ross. Like, and what is, how, does, how does Black Widow get away from that? Did they show that? Uh, no, they don't, which I was just going to ask you about. Like, does Ross just give her a pass? Because he, like, Ross definitely knew about the Red Room and Dracoff. Like, maybe he was like, I'll let you get away this time, but we're coming after you either way. I don't, I don't Ross know. would never. After all that Captain America's done and he still is after him, no way. Ross would never. Ross is, like, a high-key villain. Um, yeah, I think I that was know. dumb. Like, what was the point of her staying? Just get on the ship. It's know. almost like Uncle Benji in Game of Thrones saying there's no time and not getting on the horse, but that's a story <laughs> for another podca- podcast. <laughs> Very similar, yeah. Um, um, yeah, that was weird. What about um? So then, what what else happens after? Oh, I, I remembered my train of thought. So the army of widows. You were like, oh, is Yelena going to be ruling? I feel like that's a kind of thing that would be really cool, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they brought back the Dora Milaje, if there's some way to work that into a Disney Plus series where, like, we meet other widows somehow. I think that they'll be somewhere, but I don't know that Yelena's going to be, like... They all kind of work alone, I feel. Like, they all support each other, it seems Yelena's like. Yelena's not going to be ruling them. She's not going to be like, oh, get my widows. Because that's, like, the whole thing. They have their own freedom now. I don't think they're going to put her yeah, in charge or anything. she yet. says, like, you, you can you make your own path now. That's I think she said something Maybe like they'll that. all be, like, kind of heroes, you know? Like, Natasha became a, an Avenger, and that's just one widow. If they have, like, 100 who are all doing good, it could be nice. could be a nice situation. Maybe when we have another Avengers Endgame, 
type of team up moment where they oh, all, and they all show up. That'd be so cool. All the ladies. Cool. All the ladies. Um, um, I wonder what if Yolena is like gonna if her purpose main purpose is gonna be to break out all the other widows or like tell them it's over. You know, that's kind of what it seemed like her purpose was gonna be, but I don't know how much they'll run with that storyline. Maybe it'll just be like a Captain Marvel type, like, oh, she's off doing things. And then she that's like I feel like that was kind of a way, I don't know if that was setting up her storyline or a way to be like, oh, this is why she's not in Infinity War or Endgame. No, I think her storyline is pretty much like working for Val from the post credit scene and like now going to kill Hawkeye. I think like it's going to be a thing where next time we see her, she'll have a line where she'll be like, yeah, I was out like saving widows or something. Or something. Right. I, exactly. I, I guess it's more of an excuse of her not to be there for Infinity War in game. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, yeah, kind of like Captain Marvel, honestly. Yeah. Um, what? Who else do they do that to? They do that to a few people where they're like, oh, well, this is why they're not here. Doctor Strange. <laughs> well, what's Doctor What do you mean? Like he could have been there in WandaVision. It's like, oh, he's protecting reality somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, but they don't give a straight out reason for that. They should have. Yeah. But um, yeah. Do you feel that Natasha's sacrifice, like, do you like, did you like kind of think about it and like reanalyze it? Like when Clint is like, I have a family, like, and she's like, I'm, do you, do you, did that make you rethink about it? Like, wow, like Natasha's like doing this to save her family too. Like when we watch Endgame, we kind of just assume that she has no family. She's like alone. Yeah, right well, I, I think it's kind of like she already fixed her family, and it's not like she has kids. She fixed her family at that point. Um, I don't know. They don't like need her, the three of them. And she fixed the Avengers family. She like brought the Avengers family together. I think she kind of sacrificed herself to save the Avengers family. I don't know who was snapped away too. We don't we don't know if any of those three were snapped away. So who knows? Yeah, and I don't know if she knows either. She definitely does because it was five years. She definitely like checked up on them or yeah. something. But I think that adds some new context where she was definitely thinking about them on Vormir, where she's like, "There are people I love in this world too." Where I like you know. Yeah, and like, and I, that I, she doesn't have to like literally raise. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, I really wonder if they got snapped away, though. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, it, I think that all depends on if they're going to show up at all in future movies. I will have to find that out. Yeah, I think they have to. I think every single character they introduce, they have to say whether or not they were snapped away. <laughs> <laughs> or just make them look super old or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And I, I like the last scene is uh, her in her new Infinity War outfit, like going to break out the guys from the yeah, left. And I her. Like that. Her her man's got her a, a jet. Don't know Did where he Mason got it from. Need to know about Mason. Oh, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing I want to before we get to post credit scene. Last thing I want to touch on is no, actually let's let's do post credit scene real quick. So yeah. I w- one of my mo- one of my favorite post credit scenes of the more recent. Like I think it was one of the better ones so far. Yeah, I mean I think just the gravestone was like my favorite part. Because we don't really get a funeral for Black Widow. And I, honestly, for a second, I thought it was just going to be the gravestone. I, I wouldn't have even remembered that Val was supposed to be in it unless you didn't say it right before. When I was like, what do you think it's going to be? When I turned to you. But I, I would have been good with just the gravestone. So the fact that they gave me Val. Um, Veep. I can't remember her name. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> she's she's like one of my faves, even though I don't know her name. Um, so I, I was happy to, to see her as well. I thought she was funny. I thought it was interesting that she's going to be going after Hawkeye, which Val scheming, because obviously that's not true. Um, I feel like I'm not sure if Yelena will see through that. I'm, I'm not really sure. I but, feel like um, no. 
I think she's going to show up in the Hawkeye series and then she'll somehow find out that, that that's not true. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I would have been fine with just a gravestone. So the more they gave us, it was already a good post credit scene for me. I thought I love that Black Widow is dead. Not because I don't like her, because I love when <laughs> characters I like die for good reasons. And I, I like that they uh, they had her sacrifice herself. So um, I like that they referenced it. I like that they showed uh, Yelena grieving. I keep almost saying Olena, like Olena Tyrell Olena. from Game of Thrones. Oh, um, um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. I thought the gravestone was my favorite part. I love that. I lo- Because that, even though they kind of said it and it makes sense after Endgame, like uh, Scarlett Johansson was like, Natasha would have hated a public funeral, something like that. Yeah. I think it, it's nice that they showed it at least and that they put it in Ohio in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I thought was- for a second she was going to be next to her mom's grave because they mentioned her mom's grave earlier in the movie. Yeah. They said it's like under a tree or something, right? A pink yeah. tree. Yeah. I thought she was going to be next to her mom's grave. Yeah. I thought the same thing, but I would have been cute, it's, but it's who, how would they know? Uh, it's interesting that that was Val's. Um, do you think that it was changed at all? Because in Falcon and Winter Soldier, she says her name's Val. I don't think, do they say her name's Val in this? I think she, maybe she they does. Say, Yelena. I think Yelena says her name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not Which, sure if it was changed after Falcon Winter Soldier came first. I don't know if it. I don't know if it had to be. Maybe not. It could have been I, before. Like this could have. This scene could have happened first. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I think it did. It, it definitely did. Right. Well, yeah. uh, chronologically, it definitely happened first. But I meant like this scene could have came out first. Is what I meant. Yeah, I think it did. I think either way, it. both of them could have. Either one could have been her introduction. I think it would have been mm-hmm. fine. So I think it's basically conf- you, it's basically all but confirmed. I think Val is scheming to set up some sort of team of like Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts or something like that. And why would you? I don't think they're making Yelena dark though. Evil. Not well, dark. I guess but John I think Walker Val, is not really a, a full on villain either. He's kind of like a am, ambiguous. Yeah. Guy, but I think Val has some weird in, intentions and stuff and trying to pick, oh, yeah. create create chaos and stuff. Oh yeah. Do you think she's work? Because she kind of alluded to it in the post credit scene where Yelena's like, "I need a raise," and she's like, "Yeah, you and me both." Do you think like she's working for Thunderbolt Ross or someone? She could be working for someone else, but also Marvel loves to make you think people are working for other villains and they're not. True, <laughs> Agatha Harkness. Yes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I loved it. I, I thought it was really funny too. Like, I love Val as a character and whatnot, but uh. When you were saying, this is the last point before we I, I want to get to the, the report card, but last point is that you were saying after the movie, oh, like Ross looked weird and stuff. And it, he looked a little CGI'd. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's kind of a blink and you'll miss it line. But in the beginning, Natasha's like, oh, you don't, you haven't been looking so well there, mm-hmm. Ross. I think they might be gearing up to do Red Hulk in the movies now. because So they're saying now- like he's being experimented on? No, because in the comics he gets like really sick and then he experiments on himself. But then the he's not sick in Endgame though, or he doesn't look he, sick. I think he does. He looks different. He looks fine. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he looks better than he did in this movie. Scene. Maybe I have to go back and watch that scene. But maybe he's been experimenting on himself already since Endgame. Because I don't movie. know if they had to CGI him. <laughs> it was weird. I think that's my what they might be alluding to though. I guess they, they might be gearing put up some put some makeup on the guy and make him look tired. No need to spend True. millions on CGI to make him look like <laughs> weirder. True, but I would love Red, I would love Red Hulk. I think that's. I mean, yeah. we're already losing regular Hulk. He's not going to be. And they love to like just throw Ross in here and there. He's cool though. I like him as a villain. Like, yeah. thrown in kind of like the Dark Nick Fury a little bit, but yeah. 
who is your dream like who are some like dream thunderbolt stark avengers members that you you would like to see if they're really setting that up Thun th wait what do you mean thunderbolt like, stark why did you say thunderbolt stark is that what I? you said yeah I said thunderbolt ross you said stark no dark i said dark oh dark avengers. oh i was like thunderbolt stark what the hell are you talking about oh uh, i don't really i'm not as familiar with the comics but uh, you're but saying from, like from who, Val, like if Val was building a team, yeah, from who we've seen in the MCU, it doesn't have to be anybody we haven't seen. Well, definitely Walker, and I I don't know if I would like Yelena on the on the bad side. Um, honestly, like Scarlet freaking witch, that villain, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> um, Abomination, yeah. Oh, so hyped to see him in Shang Chi. Yeah, and then I don't know who else. Um, I want to see sure. Taskmaster. Like I, oh. I really hope they use her again. I know, but uh, but she's a good guy now. Yeah, but I think like she has no family, she has no direction. She'd be easy to manipulate into being like, "Come on, like you have nowhere else to go. Like just do this job for us." You know? I would love to see Taskmaster again, and I'd love to see her not be mindless, but still be able to use her powers. That'd be cool. Yeah, I hope I some like technically i guess they could use agatha harkness but i feel like agatha harkness is too powerful to be on a team like that yeah i but agree she, i don't think she'd be she ain't no team player no 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 it'd also be cool um for what if like ghost or something came back and they made her better than she was in it oh, i wouldn't i would be happy never seeing ghost again she's got cool powers though i don't know like but she doesn't know I how mean, to like control them anyway it hurts it hurts, it hurts. I don't need to see Ghost again. I feel like she should come back, though. They don't really explain, like, Where what she happens. Is. Does she just die after Ant-Man's away for five years because he didn't get the energy? I right? Guess. Weren't they feeding her en energy? And then he was away for five years, so... Yeah, so... I, maybe I she, well, she... maybe she was snapped away, though, and, and then maybe. came back and wasn't dead. So she actually maybe. benefited from getting snapped away. Maybe. Yeah. But that's what I'm going to say. I would, I would hope that it's... I would rather Abomination be on the team than Red Hulk. I would rather Red Hulk be like his own thing and like kind of being like creating mischief and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's a secretary I, of state. I feel like he should be pretty important. Yeah. Because I don't think you need two like Hulk-like characters on a team. And I yeah, no, I'd definitely rather, not. I'd rather Abomination. Yeah, but I agree. I'd, not, not to say I'd rather Red Hulk not be in the MCU. I feel like he should just be like his own villain, like not part of a team. Yeah, I agree. All right, that's Black Widow. Time to conduct the popcorn heist report card. Yes. So we have six categories. Um, Nick, we updated the the scoring a little bit. Do you want to you want to explain quickly? It's pretty simple, but. Yep. So pretty much we used to only Jake and I would uh, rate. We would in the six categories, each rated out of five. We would only go by halvesies. We would go three, three point five, or four, for example. Now we're able to do little little quarterlies 2.5s and 7.5s um but yeah we have six categories and uh pretty much we, me and jake both provide our scores out of five uh and then we average them add them up and um do a little do a little excel math to give us a score out of a hundred and give our our total percentage nicholas the excel whiz yeah this was a little bit of an easier one but <laughs> <laughs> um this is not that complicated of a formula but Anyway, so should we get right to it, Mr. Jacob? Let's do it. Okay, first category is pacing. Um, this is difficult. I've I've said it on the last two movie review episodes that I'm I've become overly critical on pacing. 
uh, ever since we started Popcorn Heist. I feel like I've become a little bit of a movie snob, but um, <laughs> I want to say it was a 3.5. 3.5. Okay. And why is that? Um, I think that in the beginning it was paced very well, and then it started to be where it started to reach moments where, like you said, it got a little slow. And then I think they were doing a, like some of the flashbacks and jump jumping back and forth points could have been streamlined a little bit better. And some of the fight scenes could have been expanded, whereas other ones could have been cut out. You know. Yeah, I'll actually. I'm actually going to give it lower than you. I'm going to give it a three. Um, and the reason for that is you said the beginning was paced well. I kind of felt like the beginning like threw us around a lot. It was like, oh, we're here now. We're here now. Like, look at all this moving and traveling we're doing. I felt like it threw us around a, l- a little bit. And then, like you said, later on, some of the fights could have been expanded. I think they didn't pace Molina's like turn from main widow, main widow scientist to good guy. I don't think that was paced well. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Next category is visuals. Visuals, I feel like there was nothing where I was like, that looks fake as hell or that looks horrible. Except Thunderbolt Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll go four. You know, the Marvel movies always look solid. I'll go 4.25. The the Marvel movies always look solid to me. I mean, there's only a few instances where I was like, all right, the green screen work is it looks a little shoddy there, but... I think this looked very solid. Yeah, I was actually going to give it a 4.25 also. I, I think, the like you said, the Marvel movies always hit. I don't think there was anything that I was like, oh, my God, that's gorgeous. But I think it was all really good. And I think the um the final fight scene between, like, while they're falling, um, the whole Taskmaster really thing good. was really cool. I thought the, the uh, I don't know. I thought Taskmaster looked really cool. I know a lot of people don't agree with me. Um, I thought the visuals when they were breaking uh, – Red Guardian out of prison were awesome, so I'm going to give it a 4.25 also. Yeah, there was a really cool scene, too, when uh, all the widows are, like, have Natasha on the floor, and Yelena explodes all of them, and you just see the dust, like, pour down from the, the ceiling. Oh, it that was, was cool. Shot, it was shot really well. Yeah. There were some shots like that throughout the movie that were done really well. Yeah. All right. Next category is acting. Um... I'll give this a 3.5 again. Really? Okay. Why is that? Um I'm trying to not give it give it a 3.75 actually. Because really using that, these quarterly ones, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a very a little bit of an indecisive guy, but um yeah. I think that some of the jokes I wasn't in love with and some of the sort of lines of dialogue, I was like, I wonder why they phrased it that way. You know, that's something I've become a little picky on too. But I think Natasha, like Scarlett Johansson always plays Natasha really well. Florence P was awesome as Yelena Blova, except for, with the exception of maybe one joke that I didn't really like. And David Harbour is a great actor. Um, and like I said, I like the actor who played Drake off. I think he played him well. But I just like didn't love uh, no, not that I didn't love him. I think he could have been introduced earlier. That's what I was saying. I'm going to give this a 4.25. I, I think you were a little harsh on it. I, I think, um, I think like you said, Scarlett Johansson really knows the character of uh, of Black Widow. I think I loved Yelena. I loved Red Guardian. I thought he was hilarious. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I think, like you said, some of the comedy was a little bit awkward, but that's always in Marvel movies. They always go a little bit. They always go for the joke rather than not go for the joke. Um, they overly joke. But I don't know. I thought the acting was really good. I had no qualms with it, so I'm not going to give it lower than a four. I'll give it a 4.25. Should I give it a four? Too late. All right, three, four, seven, our average five. our average is four, so I think that that okay, I think that's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right, next category is music. I think I'm going to give this a three point seven five again because the trailer especially felt. I love the music in the trailer. I was like, wow, this is like Winter Soldier music vibes to the max. Like that creepy, like sort of like nail on chalkboard scratching, like with the strings making a very like mysterious and spy thrillery, but I didn't get as many pounding moments like that in the movie, you know, like we got some moments for it, but it wasn't anything like where I was like, wow, you know, maybe I think the falling scene had really great music in it, the end fight. But other than that, there was no moments where I was like getting chills from the music. I think it was like good, but not great. I was going to give it a 3.75 for the same reasons. Nothing really stood out, but I'm going to give it a 3.5 because they didn't put Black Widow by Iggy Azalea in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Necessary, cowards. Okay, next is story. I'm giving this... Um... Mm. I could go 3.75 again. I don't know. Okay, Mr. I... 3.75 over here. Mr. 305. <laughs> <laughs> See, I part of me wants to say four because I really respect how they fit it in such a, a, a very small pocket of time. And I think that's incredibly hard, and we un- underestimate how hard that is for writers, and especially how well the MCU is maintained story-wise and continuity-wise. I think that's a really hard thing to do. But also, I don't know. There are those moments where we were like, Oh, this person could have been used more, you know. I'll get I'm gonna give it a four. Because I think that's a really hard thing to do the way they did it. And I think they weaved in the family aspect of it and the sort of spy aspect aspect of it without it becoming too much of a clash. You know? I didn't feel any of it, any part where it was like the family part just doesn't make sense and it doesn't belong here. You know, it made sense to me. Yeah, I I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. I think it was really good. I think they did balance the spy and family aspect well, but um, I don't know. Coming out of it, I wasn't like, wow, what an original story! Like that was something like it wasn't like mind bending or anything. It was kind of, um, it was kind of exactly what you expected. We all knew she was gonna take down the red room. Um, we all knew that they were gonna like introduce her family. I don't know. I feel like it was nothing unexpected. But it did fit well into the pocket, and it was still enjoyable. But I didn't feel like it was anything that I came out that I was like, wow, I really got like a lot out of it. And I don't think it changes the Marvel Cinematic Universe all that much, except for giving us more characters. I think it fills it in. Like, it does a different sort of job. I think one one thing, big thing, that opinion that I think about this movie is that it would have been a much different movie if it came out right after Civil War. It like They would have been able to do a lot more with it if they weren't so boxed in. Right now, I think they they had to really kind of play yeah, but I think I do think it kind of served the purpose of like going back and telling, even though this isn't her origin story at all. Like it, it kind of serves the purpose of like an origin story where it wouldn't change. I don't think they wanted to change too much with this movie, even if it came out after Civil War. I think they would have just done the same thing and kind of touched upon Black Widow's story and not included any of the other Avengers. 
Um, I don't know if it would have changed it if it would have changed as much as you think. I think it would have been it would have been a little bit more servicing the Infinity Saga storyline. I guess, but I think ultimately, I think ultimately it was just a side story about Black Widow, which I think is what they were trying to do. Either way, they were like, "We haven't given Black Widow a movie. Let's do it. Let's give her a side story of her taking down the Red Room." But anyway, yeah. I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. All right, next category is heart. Um, this is gonna be. What was the, the story was was before this that we just did? Yep. I feel like I might want to go three point seven five for that, and then four for this. Now you made me like kind of flip around. I mean, you can if you want to. Miss- I, I, <laughs> you, you kind of, you kind of convinced me. Like I, okay. I yeah. Give me, give me, put me on three point seven five for story, okay. and I think that's where I'm, what, what I'm really meaning to say here is that I, I really, I agree with you. Is that I think that it wasn't the most original. I think it they did very well for having to put themselves into a, such a small time frame in the continuity. Whereas Hart, I felt like, you know, Scarlett Johansson was really like putting herself like this is the closure for my character. You know, this is Black Widow's story. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a four where, yeah, I think the heart was, was put in well, like let's give Black Widow's a really meaningful closure for her character and expand her character in a way that, you know, m- makes her more emotional and fleshed out. Yeah. I'm going to give it a, I'm actually going to give it a 4.5. I thought it had a lot of heart. I thought the whole family aspect was like really good. I thought yeah. they played it up well. I thought, um, honestly, I, I'm kind of happy this came out after we already know she's dead. I feel like that like made me more into it. I was like, oh, like this is finally, we're finally getting her story after all these years. Like the characters, yeah. like we've said goodbye to the character, but now we're actually expanding on her. I thought it um, did a lot to, I think this was really like when you go into Infinity War, you do feel like black or not so much infinity war because she doesn't get that much screen time but an end game you really feel like black widow is like one of the hearts of the avengers and like really cares about the avengers as a family which you don't i feel like we didn't really feel that before end game and i feel like this movie kind of gives it the reason why she has such that like family feeling for the avengers and why she's in between infinity war and end game why she's the one holding it together i don't know i felt like i i got i understood it more not that i didn't believe it the first time around in Endgame, but I feel, I feel like it does give that part of her story a little bit more weight. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I don't know. I feel like I they, definitely... over the years, she was like very much a side character and she's become so important to the Avengers story. And I feel like this movie only. She's like, an icon. It. I mean, Scarlett Johansson's an icon, you know, the character has become, that's the thing I love. Like by the end of Endgame, when in the end credits, when they showed uh, the original six and their signatures, like, Scarlet, like, uh, I wanted to call her Scarlet Witch for a second because Scarlet Johansson. I always made that mistake. Black Widow and Hawkeye, like, two heroes with, like, no powers who are technically kind of side characters, but you feel, like, just as much love for them as you do for, like, Iron Man and Cap because you're like, wow, this is, like, they're, they've been there since the beginning. Like, they're the founders. I know. Like, they're, they're amazing, you know? I know. And I, I and mean, this, her, yeah. her, uh, her death got to me. It was really sad. Yeah. But I'm, I love I'm, it. I loved it. I love when characters die, but it was yeah. it hit me. It hit me hard. Can we clarify real quick? Because I've said this to people also, like friends, like, oh, I love that this character died. They're like, why do you love when characters die? Like, that's so sad. I love but, like, when characters die. It's, 
it's meaningful when it's done right for their arc and they don't come back. That's why Tony Stark is one of my favorite, favorite characters in MCU, but I love that they killed him off in Endgame because it made sense and it made his arc that much more perfect. He thank God they off the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him. I loved him, but thank God they offed him. Yeah. And Black Widow, it made sense. And it was so it's such a surprise, but it wasn't a surprise in a bad way where like, why did they just kill off that that character? You know, I, I don't like I feel like too often sh- like movie shows like let a character bow out without killing them. I feel like I'd rather a meaningful death that actually does something like she she got them the soul stone. They wouldn't have been able to do what they did without her sacrifice. So I'd rather that than the character just be like, OK, I'm out. I thought it was a great ending, and obviously you can't use characters forever, so characters eventually have to die or bow out. So I'm I'm more of the mindset of the death. I like when they have a meaningful death. Definitely, like it would have made sense if Tony just got married and bowed out. They proved yeah. that in Iron oh. Man three that he can't give up being Iron Man. You know. Yep. All right, so we have our official score. Drum roll, please. Seventy-seven percent. Again? All of wow. our movies so far are within... Wow, we're... Within 1% of each other. But honestly, I feel like 70, 77% is pretty accurate for this movie. I'm, I think so. I, I stick with that percentage. I, maybe it could have been low 80s, but I'm good with 77. Yeah. You know, I, I think we talked about it right after, is that it wasn't like top-tier Marvel. It was sort of like middle-of-the-road Marvel, which, again, we've talked about many times on our rankings, is that same th- with Pixar too. It's that it's so hard to rank because they're all like the top of the the top tiers are some of the best movies I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life, and you know, yeah, all of them are really good. And it's it becomes so down to minute details of what sets one part from the other. But I agree. I think this was like a really nice side story for the character, and I'm, especially the post credit scene. I love that we got to like got that closure. Say goodbye to the character. Introduce Yelena Belova, and. Um, obviously not a perfect movie, but still very enjoyable and a welcome return to theaters. I was saying this to you. There's not much. I like, obviously I said some qualms I had, but it, this isn't a movie that I'm like, Oh, I, I didn't have any huge qualms with it. Like, I don't think there was much wrong with it at all, but I, I also didn't come out of the movie. Like, Oh my God, that was amazing. Like that, you know, there's some Marvel movies you come out of and you're like, that was really good. I didn't come out like that, but I did enjoy, I did enjoy it. Um, there is some things I wish we got more of. There's a lot. The best thing I got was the new characters. I love a lot of the new characters. Taskmaster, Yelena, Red Guardian are the, the main three that I like. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like I got something out of it, but it wasn't. It didn't really. I, I also like it wasn't. I didn't come out of it like super wowed either. Mm-hmm. 77% baby. All right. That's the Popcorn Heist report card for you. So Popcorn with Heist that. Report card has spoken. Join the heist. Join the heist. Thank you.